Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to CoronaPod. In this show, we're going to bring you nature's take on the latest COVID-19 developments. And we'll be speaking to experts around the world about research during the pandemic. We're entering a new era now. We have new COVID strategies. There's some new unknowns and we've got a vaccine. Hello and welcome to CoronaPod. I'm Noah Baker and joining me this week is senior reporter in our Asia-Pacific bureau, Smriti Malapati. Smriti, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Nice to be here. It's been a while since you've been on CoronaPod, actually. And this week, we're going to talk about using wastewater, i.e. sewage, to detect SARS-CoV-2. Now, this is something we have touched on in CoronaPods before, but there's a new study being released in Nature, which is claiming to somewhat change the game about what it is that we can do with wastewater and SARS-CoV-2 detection. Tell us, what is the story here? Yeah, so sewage has been used to track SARS-CoV-2 since quite early in the pandemic. Researchers in in many countries are tracking the presence of SARS-CoV-2 in wastewater, as well as um, how much SARS-CoV-2 viral particles there are in wastewater, which can be used then to get an assessment of how much transmission there is in the community. But what these researchers have done is not just track the presence of SARS-CoV-2 viral particles, but they've been able to sequence the variants that are present in wastewater. So you can track variants as well as how much of each variant is prevalent in a population. Right. So, yeah, we have talked on CoronaPod before about the use of wastewater as a way of kind of trying to monitor SARS-CoV-2 outbreaks. But we've often described it as a kind of a very broad level way of monitoring population level infections. It's sort of like going up or either going down, but it's not been particularly specific. It's not been a particularly accurate way to to get to the granularity of the data. But this new study is trying to get a little bit more granular and specifically look for variants. So tell us, what is the study? how How do they do this? Yeah, so it's a group of researchers in California who have been tracking wastewater effluent primarily at the University of California, San Diego, campus, as well as at a large treatment plant in San Diego that captures the effluent of more than 2 million people. And they've developed two specific techniques that have allowed them to look at sewage data in much more detail. So one of them is they've found a way using nanoparticles, they found a way to extract more genomic 
sequencing data from wastewater sample than previously was possible. So where previously maybe about 40% of genomic data could have been sequenced, now maybe 95% of all of that genomic data in a sample can be sequenced quite quickly from quite small samples of wastewater. And then the second thing they've done is once you have all that genomic data, you need to be able to analyze it. And they've developed a method to take that collection of genomic data and determine what specific variants are in that sample and how much of those variants in quite a, an efficient and fast way. So you can just get a sample and say maybe 60% of it is Delta, 30% of it is other, other variants of concern. Right. And these nanoparticles you mentioned, essentially, this is just a way of trying to concentrate the viral RNA particles, right? So you can see more of them. And that's what's allowing this second step, which is this kind of efficient method to sort of sift through the RNA that you're then sequencing, give you that granularity. Because before you could say, sure, there's SARS-CoV-2 there, but we've only kind of got 40% of the sequence. So we can't give you much more detail than that. These nanoparticles are concentrating that and giving scientists a new way to look at these kind of more granular questions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then the, the, the computational tool they've developed is quite an advance and it's called Freya. Teams across the world can download it and have been downloading it to analyze their samples. Now, one of the really key advantages to trying to develop these capabilities with wastewater is potentially speed, right? You might be able to see variants of concern either emerging or being transmitted in different ways earlier than you might if you're waiting for people to get tests which are then sequenced because perhaps that means that you need symptoms to develop, for example, before those tests come through and that can delay matters. And that is what scientists have seen in this trial project they've been running. They are seeing variants of concern earlier than um, you know existing testing methods and existing surveillance methods. Tell us, what was the kind of outcome of their study that, that they're headlining? Yeah, so they used these methods and they did quite dense sampling at the university campus as well as at that plant. And they found that they could detect variants of concern. So they could detect Delta and Alpha up to two weeks before it was detected in clinical samples, which is, you know, regular testing and swabbing of people. That gives you, potentially could give you a two-week head start if you are trying to make public health decisions. They also found that at the campus level, there were variants that they had not detected for long periods of time from swabbing that they could see were circulating or entering the campus community from the sewage data. So they call this cryptic transmission. So they say that this, this method could be used to identify cryptic transmission of variants that otherwise you wouldn't know was even around. But I must say, this is all a retrospective analysis of the potential of this technique. And so theoretically, the sewage data is finding these variants before the clinical samples. But in the paper that's just been published in Nature, what they describe is a process that in reality actually took 
maybe a week and a half to two weeks from collecting the sample to actually sequencing it and determining what's in the sample. But then I spoke with some of the researchers recently and they've said that since this analysis was done, they've actually been able to speed up that process from weeks up to a day. So within a day, you can collect a sample from sewage treatment plant and then within a day know exactly what's in it. And that kind of speed is what you would need to really be able to use this technique in an early warning system or, you know, to, to, to make public health decisions. Right. And one thing we've learned throughout this pandemic is that time is one of our greatest assets here. The more time we have to be able to make decisions, the earlier we have data in, the more effective public health campaigns can be. I mean, we've talked so many times on Coronapod of if this public health intervention had have been made even three days sooner, then this is the very significant impact that modelers suggest it would have had. So this is a really potentially incredibly important technique um, in terms of public health decisions, not necessarily just about COVID either, but potentially about other diseases or other pandemics in the future. My suspicion, however, is you're about to tell me that, that this isn't ready to roll out. This isn't a system that is now an early warning system that's going to change all pandemics in the future. Is it? Is it ready to be used on significant scales? In California, I think in, in this particular context, I think they are starting to use it and, and they are finding the speeds that potentially could inform public health decision making. Whether it can and is being used globally is a different question. The Freya tool doesn't necessarily need huge computational capacity. And a research group in, for example, in India could access the analysis and the tool online without having to download the software. And and they are trying to find ways of making it more accessible. There's also the cost of sequencing and the efficiencies that we're seeing, you know, where they can sequence in a day is probably more expensive. So there's a cost element to it. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new tool and it's quite an exciting tool that has been developed. So we'll have to see what happens and we'll have to see whether it's just as good at detecting these earlier variants as it is at detecting emerging variants like BA4, BA5 and anything that comes. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to ask you about. So one other thing that I really noticed whilst you were talking is that you mentioned Delta, you mentioned Alpha. I mean, those are, of course, very important variants. But right now, the discussions aren't really about Delta and Alpha primarily. A lot of what we're talking about is Omicron and specifically subvariants of Omicron, things like BA4, BA5. How effective is this tool at detecting these latest variants and potential variants moving forward that as of yet we don't know about? They did do some analysis on Omicron when BA1 was primarily circulating and became dominant. And the sewage data did detect it up to 10 to 11 days before the first case was identified in San Diego. So they have shown that it can work for that subvariant of Omicron. But the analysis doesn't describe these newer emerging variants that have come out with Omicron. So it, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And also, it, it's not certain whether it could detect a variant that we don't know about yet, an emerging variant of concern that we don't know that will become potentially the next Omicron. But going going back to an earlier question about the potential to use this, this method for other pathogens, you know, speaking to the researchers, they definitely seem excited about using this method for other pathogens. So for example, to be able to 
sequence poliovirus or RSV or even bacterial or fungal pathogens in the future. But at this stage, it's just SARS-CoV-2. Absolutely. And I mean, that is a powerful potential, right? Because around the world, in all different countries of all different incomes, there are sewage systems that exist to, to varying degrees, but wastewater systems exist. And so if you can develop this method, especially if you can make it relatively cheap and accessible to do through accessible tools, for example, then it could be something that could be rolled out potentially more easily than other methods which involve kind of advanced healthcare systems. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, sewage surveillance for poliovirus is not new. You know, a lot of countries use that tool. So, you know, it's not far off that those kinds of tools can be made more advanced. Absolutely. Smriti, this is definitely one, as ever, that we will keep watching. But for now, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> 